Hello, I'm Nicole Mazza from the Terminus Doctor Who podcast, and you're listening to Doctor? Whose line is it? Anyway, where everything's made up and neither script nor canon matters. Hello, lovely, lovely, lovely listeners, and welcome back to Doctor Who's line, is it? Anyway, this week we are reviewing Legend of the Sea Devils. We've tried to do these quicker and get them turned around a bit quicker, and this is the result of that. So this is Nick, Randy, Robin, Sue and myself chatting about Legend of the Sea Devils. Let's get straight over to us and hear what we had to say. Hello listeners, and this is our review of Legend of the Sea Devils. With us, we have got Nick. Hello. We've got Randy. Hello. And we've got Robin. Hi there. Uh, we may be joined Ooh. by Sue later. She's, don't worry, she's, episode, not, she's not off watching the episode, <laughs> because she, she's not going to do that. <laughs> it's not that she doesn't want to do it, obviously, she just can't do it. So. <laughs> But the rest of us have actually seen it, and we're going to talk about it. So let's have a quick uh, a quick check on what we thought. Robin, what did you think of it? I thought it was interesting. Um, the story was, at first was a little... I was having trouble following it, but I think it was because I had just come off work, off night shift, so I was trying to watch that and stay awake and do do multitask. And so I, mi- I think I missed some of the finer points, but I really liked the story and I loved the look of the sea devils themselves. I thought the artistry and the, and the cinematography was very well done. Okay. Randy, what about you? What did you think? Actually very similar. I, I initially wasn't terribly impressed, but I skimmed through it again this afternoon and liked it a lot more. I think that, tends to be my typical experience for this era that I catch things more on a reviewing. I think possibly some of that could be, I mean, obviously we saw the trailer for this at the end Mm -hmm. of the Daleks and everybody's immediate reaction, I think was, Oh wow. The sea devils are back. Oh wow. Ancient China or ancient China, but historical China pirates. Wow. This Uh is going to be great. And so the anticipation is good. And then if, if the story isn't quite what you expected it to be, you're bound to be slightly let down by it. That's and true. Then you, go into, you go into your next watch with that knowledge that you've been slightly disappointed by it, in which case it quite often generally mm-hmm. turns out slightly better than you remember <laughs> because you're, you're coming at it with a different perspective yeah. from the start. And by so. then you've had time to read accounts of what other people thought of it. And- Yes, not that that should uh, influence the way you it actually shouldn't. feel about it, but yeah. they, it they, shouldn't. But it does. It, it, yes, there's there's always the possibility, obviously, that that mm-hmm. um, listening to or reading what other people have said about it actually makes you realise some stuff that you didn't necessarily catch mm-hmm. yourself the first time round. So that might also have a bearing on how you think about things. True. Yes, uh, Nick. What about you? Uh, I it passed fifty minutes. I, I thought it looked pretty. Um, I, I, yeah, the, the first time I watched it, there were one or two bits. I thought, hang on, what's what's happening? And I 
I watched it again the next day and I watched it again this evening. Actually, I've watched it three times now. And it does, the plot does hang together, but it's very convoluted. And there are a couple of things that don't make sense at all. So I think yes. I, 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 it passed 50 minutes, but I think Eva the Daleks was so much more exciting and so much better. And I, I felt this was, considering this is one of Jodie's last stories, I thought it could have been a bit better, to be honest. Yes, I think I'm I'm in the same boat as you as and this. Uh, I was, uh, as we were just saying, really regarding the whole anticipation thing. I was very much looking forward to this based on uh, the run of the recent episodes, mm. and also the fact that the Sea Devils were back. Um, there were some bits that I wasn't necessarily looking forward to so much, um, but overall, I was. I think I was. Um, I was looking forward to it quite a bit and yeah yeah it didn't it, it felt like there was something missing from it i, I think there was a lot and, missing I, and yeah i think i think it should be a lot longer start. well one of the things that we have to address before we before we properly start talking about this is the fact that apparently um it's it was cut by about 13 minutes oh okay it okay. would have it would have been um a 60-minute special. As a result, it was 47 minutes, which is right. the uh, the shortest length for a special since the show has come back. Yeah. Excluding things like Night of the Doctor and the, mm. the TARDIS Oats and things like that. Yeah. But it also actually shorter than many of the the the, the more recent episodes anyway, yeah. which have been 50 oh. minutes since since yeah. it started. It was filmed as part of the last recording block with Flux. Mm. So what the suspicion is, is that maybe some of the things that they filmed have been taken out and will be used in the next episode, possibly. Mm. Or they've changed what they were going to do with it so the bits that were cut out weren't relevant. Right. Perhaps. Mm. Or, Or I don't know. I really don't know why. 13 minutes is... It's over 25% of That's what we've actually ended up with yeah. and nearly 25% yeah. of what we would have had. And it's over half of an old a classic series episode, 13 mm. minutes. Mm. It's yeah. um, If you look at something like um, The Mind Robber or, or Megalos or something like that, that was a yeah. full circle, stories that were only about 20 minutes long in total, yeah. including... Yeah you know opening and closing credits um yeah. then you're looking at <laughs> over, over two thirds of the episode yeah. that's yeah. actually been yeah. excised so yeah. that's, that's did really they actually record strange. did they record it all or did they was it planned they're not recorded miles at those 13 minutes? i think there was more recorded i mean okay. let's be honest there, there is always more recorded than ends up on screen anyway yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's almost as though they had a finished version and then they had to trim it. Whether that was because I mean there is a possibility is it was it had to fit into a schedule and they had to remove some of it in order to make it fit the right length for that. But that's yeah. unusual yeah. because that doesn't generally happen. And especially since They're, the BBC were so accommodating with Flux. I mean, they, you know, Flux had hour-long episodes. I mean, the BBC yeah, were very yeah. good for the schedule the of that, weren't they, of, really? Of, you know. It's almost, the Flux was almost, in a way, like a, a streaming service. 
mm. uh, series whereby you can make them however long or short you want because yeah. Yeah. Th- there isn't actually a schedule for it to fit into mm. so if the episode needs to be 5 10 15 20 minutes longer it can be similarly yeah. if it needs to be 5 or 10 minutes shorter it can be yeah. it doesn't actually yeah. make any difference you could say it's almost like one of our episodes which vary in length <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quite dramatically but one of the reasons that i feel that there possibly was stuff that, that's been that has been filmed and was probably intended for use but has been taken out from this mm. is there are certain scenes and i'll give you one as an example Mm. where something something happened or something was said that mm. didn't seem to tie into what preceded it specifically mm-hmm. and the example that i'm going to give is when the doctor and dan and yaz arrive in the village and yeah. the sea devil is on the rampage yeah uh, suddenly the, the doctor yells now or no, Clark, we've got the net. Is, yeah and yeah. the net comes yeah. up and there was yeah. no mm. setup for that at all no you there wasn't normally expect there, wasn't. there to be it's like oh yeah. how has this net suddenly appeared mm. here mm. how did they know to do what they did at that specific time it yeah. just it just felt like something that should have led up to that wasn't there mm. i don't know if that's the case or not but it it certainly seems that way mm-hmm. mm. um yeah, it, it wasn't quite cohesive enough. Um, no, it wasn't. And yet it, it, I mean, it seemed to rattle along at a fair old pace, but then oh, yeah. if you 13, 13 minutes taken out of it, then it will do. It will do. I mean, it did, it did happen. For me, the only plot point that didn't make sense was, well, presumably Madame Ching is trying to get a map out of the statue at the beginning. And I just thought, well, what the hell is the map doing in there in the first place? That's what I couldn't work out. Yeah, that's that yeah. her whole point. She, she picks up. She was looking stone, for something. Yeah, yes. but, and there's a piece of stone she picks up which has a design on it, which she says is a map to the the lost treasure. But I thought, well, why on earth was it encased with the sea devil in the first place? <laughs> you know, well, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she hasn't she hasn't had any run-ins with the sea devils, so she she wouldn't know about that. I think partly that was set up as the red herring to be mm-hmm. the keystone. Mm. Um, the suspicion was when the keystone started being mentioned that it was this piece that had been broken off the statue, whereas it was the actually statue. the pendant, uh, Yinki's pendant. Yeah. So but it could, could, be, it could be the that, logic but, of it. You know, obviously yes. she, she believed she well she said it was the map, didn't she? Because using that she got to the the, the shipwreck. But I just thought yes. in in the story, why would that map have been entombed or encased with the sea devil? That makes no sense at all, does yeah. it? You know what I mean? It's well, there's, there's there's several things that didn't that didn't quite make make sense in this. We had when they're outside trying to navigate, and then the stars suddenly move around in yeah. that bizarre yeah, fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I understand that obviously the plot was uh, or the plan was to reverse the geomagnetic pulse. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it almost could have been, couldn't it? It almost could have been to do that. And so, oh, hello, Sue is with us. Hello, hello, Randy. Hello. Yes. So, so that was the the plan, but but quite why a species that has been, you know, the guardians of the planet and have never, yeah. it seemed to have done anything untoward with the planet itself all mm, the damage mm. and everything that's been done is what what mankind has done why yeah. why they would then want to 
start messing around with the you know the polarity of the poles and mm-hmm. and yeah, what have you yeah. and, and who that this is fairly substantial planet changing stuff and mm-hmm. not something to be done to be done on a whim but I, I still don't understand how that would make the stars whiz around in the sky no. No. because uh, you, you know when you consider how far away the stars are the mm. and if that was going to happen then the whole sky would move not just a small a small handful of stars <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that didn't that didn't make a lot of sense. I didn't think. Sue. <laughs> yeah. You haven't seen this, have you? No. What did I you did think of it? I did see the trailer. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk I'm about. Give it a ten. <laughs> I'm give it a ten because oh hell, it's Doctor Who. They're sea devils. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you are the perfect Doctor Who viewer. Watch the trailer and rate it a ten. Watch the trailer no, and don't watch the, the episode. Yeah. No, I yeah. didn't see the trailer for the episode. I saw the trailer for the one where Sophie, the next where Sophie and, 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 and Janet. I'm like, uh, oh, my God. That was worth everything. Because Randy has to yeah. watch the episode first and then tell me whether or not I can actually, you know, what I have to look away from, blah, blah, blah. And a friend of mine said, has Randy seen the trailer yet? Because you guys saw it. Yours ended before ours did. And I said, no, not yet. And she goes, you'll know when he starts whooping and hollering. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm running well, out we're, we're, right we're, now we're, and I'm going to watch the trailer. We're going to get to talking about the trailer to, after we've talked about the episode itself. But you'd seen the trailer for this episode, presumably, at the end of Eve of the Daleks. No. So you've oh, not seen you. any... Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I, I, I did see the trailer for this episode, right. for the Sea Devils, have, yes, because I was like, whoa, Sea Devils! Have you, have you listened to the episode? <laughs> no. We were going to do that last night and ended up, it ended up not. So, um, have you ever watched that, too? I've been very quiet for a while, and then I'll talk when the trailer stuff happens. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's probably reasonable. It seems very. What I, what I can to... say is, I know for a fact because I've been. I don't. I don't care about spoilers, so I've been listening to the spoilers that everybody's saying everywhere. I know for a fact I'm just going to like this episode. I think because you know because I usually like everything that I usually like everything. So I'll give it a ten. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so to go back to some semblance of sanity <laughs> just for a second <laughs> obviously we didn't have a particularly large cast in this mm. we had our regulars we had uh, a few extras we had a couple of, of people setting scenes for things at the, er- the early stages and what have you but we basically we had Madam Ching, Ji Hun, Ying Ki as the, as the main three people and of course the uh, the chief sea devil did we feel the whole pirate thing worked? Did we feel that as a historical, we learned anything about any of the characters and who was real and who wasn't? Since nobody's talking. <laughs> <laughs> I like no, the I, costumes. Yeah. No, I, I meant to go check and see how much of the historical element was based on real history and yeah, I, I, I thought that, around well, that yeah i was wondering that 
And, and Dan, was, Dan does this sudden info dump about, well, I thought that was sunk off the coast of somewhere, doesn't he? About the, the yeah. Sumatra. Uh, yes. Sumatra, that's it. Yes, yeah. Which is a bit, so a bit heavy-handed, the way he said it. So obviously, it, it, this was based on some real facts, I guess. You know. uh, well, Ma- Madam Ching was, was a real person. Ah. Um, apparently, a highly successful had several hundred ships and 50,000 men under her command and and actually ended up retiring and so survived obviously a life of piracy mm. um yeah surviving wow. when she basically struck a deal to basically sort of retire in luxury i suppose you could okay. say. um but but the thing this is this is one of the weird things normally when we get a celebrity a, a historical or a celebrity historical you know you've got things like the witch finders with James. King James, yes. Yeah. And, and Rosa, you've got um, mm. Demons of the Punjab. You find out things about the person or the event as the, the story, story unfolds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which generally makes you think, oh, that's interesting. I, 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 what, what have they, this is what they've told us, what haven't they told us? And then, yeah. and then you, yeah. you, know, you, you may go and look up and, and find more. I don't think we learned anything about Madam Ching at all. No, no, we didn't. And to the extent that it it, it didn't need to be a, a real person, it could just have been insert mm. generic pirate here. Yeah. Uh, it, it seemed a little bit, and again, was this some of the stuff that wasn't shown, that was filmed mm. but wasn't shown? Yeah. I don't think there it's was a whole lot of character development for those characters. And I mean, when Dan came out of the TARDIS, in that costume, it almost felt like a caricature of every stereotype that we have of pirates. Yes, uh, which, which, which was obviously the intentional. That was the, the, that yeah, was the it was, yeah, it was like, it kind of set the tone for how the rest of the pirates appeared in the, in the show. That they were given more of a surface treatment and that there really wasn't any kind of in-depth character development for them. No, the, the the one person who did get some character development was was Ying Ki. Obviously, his father gets yeah. killed. Mm. He ends up going to the ship to to kill Madame Ching, and then becomes a bit of a fan and and is invited to join the crew at the end. And he's more than happy to do so. So he actually has something of an arc throughout the story. Mm. Ji Hun, who is not a real character, also seemed. <laughs> more of an arc than than the real person which again Mm. is is a little bit strange i thought just just a little bit i don't know i don't know if this is anything to do with ella road ella road Road, sorry yeah yeah um who this was her her he was a newcomer to the show i don't know what else she's what else she's written well, um, she's had quite a prestigious i think stage play hasn't she and radio plays i think she's yeah i think, she, I think she's got a background in science fiction but a bit bit more highbrow i think i mean generally you know if if people have um produced stage plays and radio plays then these things have to be plot driven mm. um whereas something like like science fiction can be can be effect driven it doesn't yeah doesn't always follow obviously and and the better things obviously have to have have to have a substantial plot behind them but you would assume that somebody who's come from that background would know what they were doing when it came to plotting and and dialogue because again stage stage work and radio work radio work particularly is is almost all dialogue so mm. which leads you to think that 
is this is this potentially Chris Chibnall's hand? Yeah, is this yeah. one of one of his one of his more clunky efforts at yeah you know stringing things together? Because we know that he's capable of of producing some some very high quality stuff, mm. uh, as we've seen from the recent past. Yeah, um, but we also know that he's capable of losing his way a bit, and um, yeah, as we also know from the recent past, he's a bit of a bit of a contradiction, really, a contradiction mm. within himself, I think. Well, that's um, I was wondering when you said that if there wasn't the characterization of of the lead pirate who wrote this, and that was the question I was going to ask was who actually wrote this because with Demons of Punjab and and the fiftieth. Not the fiftieth. God, jeez, man, going back. Fugitive, fugitive, the fugitive, fugitive of the Jadoon. I mean, Vinay is is an is an amazing author, as an amazing playwright, amazing writer. So that came off really, really well. Well done. Yes, I mean, mm-hmm. Fugitive of the Jadoon was um, Vinay Patel and Chris Chibnall. It wasn't all Vinay Patel, and right. I suspect that in that. Um, the the bits that Chris Chibnall was specifically responsible for were the arc based things, uh, the John Barrowman scene, which didn't really have anything to do with the rest of the story. So, and and because that was his idea, I suspect that that's where the the collaboration side came in. I think the rest of the rest of it was was Vinay. But yes, he showed from the two stories that that he did, you know how how good he was and. Maxine Alderton's another one, mm. um, yeah. you know, who uh, who had uh, Village of the Angels and uh, The Haunting of Villa Diodati. Again, two stories which have gone down extremely well. Seem yeah. to very well seem to be very well plotted. Have good dialogue. And so, that's why I wondered uh, when when you said that and that you really didn't learn much about the actual historical figure. Was that written by? Chris Chibnall, and that's not his strong suit. Is historical. Uh, I don't know. From what I can understand, this was originally going to be part of Flux, mm. and ah. for whatever reason, they there wasn't enough in it to fit into the storyline. I mean, you know, you could say mm. that War of the Sontarans, mm. to a greater or lesser degree, and Village of the Angels, to a greater or lesser degree, were almost standalone stories within mm. Flux that just had elements tying tying them together. In the same yeah. way as you could argue that the four separate or three of the four separate stories from um, Trial of a Time Lord, if you remove the trial scenes from them, mm. just stand alone as, yeah. as individual stories. But they're yeah. they're tied together by that. So. So this presumably would have been something along those lines. It would have had been more of a mm. an individual episode. Yeah, yeah. But but then it didn't, you know, with them having to trim back the amount of episodes that that they had flux because of then the need to do the extra specials. So I think this as a story idea was held for held back by that because I do remember before flux came out there was there were talk of sea devils. Yes, there was. And, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously they never appeared. And then suddenly we get we get this in here and it was like, oh, so actually maybe some people were aware of things. The, the stories that had, the rumours that had circulated were, were true, yeah. but just not yeah. for, for what we saw. But they yeah. were the rumours that were circulating were that this was going to be part of Flux. Yeah. And, and it, so it does seem that this story was originally going to be part of the last season as opposed to a standalone yeah. episode. Hmm. 
makes sense. And maybe that's why it didn't have quite the pizzazz that you would necessarily expect a special yeah. of a special, a special to, have. to yeah. have to have to have a few yeah. more things thrown into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I thought one of the other talking about filling in the the backstory of the uh, of the, the real life characters. I think they made the cardinal sin of making an episode that wasn't necessarily accessible to the general public because they, she very briefly, the Doctor very briefly says who the Sea Devils are, but she doesn't link them to the Cylons. She doesn't yep. really, she doesn't tie them in to the history that they have. And, you know, you have to be a fan to know who they are, really. You know, there's yes. very little exposition about them, very little at all. Yes, you know. yes. I, I, I heard someone saying, uh, I think it might have been Stephen from Radio Free Scara, saying that a, a friend of his went, it, went into the episode not knowing who the Sea Devils were, Mm. Uh, watched the story and came out of it not knowing who the Sea Devils well, were. Who was well. no, it's <laughs> because yeah. it's a, there's a throwaway line that the Doctor says to Yaz about she, like, Yaz says, "Oh, where are they from?" And they're like, "Ah, well, they're they're from here. They were here before yeah. you." Yeah. And that's the only explanation mm-hmm. that we get for it. Uh, and they, and that, they was mentioned... weird, uh, that was another weird bit. Sorry, just before you say that, because yeah. when when the Doctor said that, Yaz just went, "All right then." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas you would, <laughs> yeah. you would have assumed at that point that they were, wait, hang on, whoa, hang on a minute. We've heard nothing about. There's no historical yeah, records of these exactly. this, this race. What, what are you talking about? They were here before. Yeah. You would, you would be surprised. You'd question it. You want to know more, yeah. not just okay then. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you were going to say, Nick. Well, all, all I was going to say was um, the only other reference is. Um, when the CEDA was make a slight reference to, well, we have the technology to preserve bodies for hundreds of years, but there's no reference to the fact that they went into hibernation either, is there? You know, no. Um, no it's, exactly. it's not. It's not explained how they have suddenly reappeared. No, there, there were comments made about I called and you woke up when yes. he was talking to the to the Sea Devil crew, but not why they would have had to have woken up in the first place. And, yes. Yeah. And whilst you don't necessarily want to rehash the entire history every single time that this that these these races appear mm. um, considering it's the first time that we'd seen the sea devils yeah you could argue that well yes okay but if they're related to the silurians but then some point should have been made to tie them up so that the people who know about yeah. the silurians at least understand that this is part exactly. of the same and we yeah, haven't seen the same species. Vastra for eight years at least. You know, it's Vastra. <laughs> this is true. We? You know, this I mean, she true. was there in um, deep breath. I don't, she, I don't think she appeared anymore in Peter Cavalli's episodes, did she? And that was 2014. No. So, you know, that's eight years ago now. So there's a lot yeah. of potentially kids who watch that thinking, well, who are they? You know, what are these yeah. things? You know. Yeah. They look turtles. I mean, seriously, yeah. if, if you didn't know, if you came into it, relatively new it'd be like what are these turtle things i mean they're called sea devils but they're they're what you know that yeah yeah so i could see that i could see i um I, I, I mean, there were, there were let, we're not, I'm not going to be completely down on this. It was an enjoyable oh, yeah. 47 it minutes. It, it, it looked, was. it looked lovely. The, um, the music, um, Sagan Nakane's uh, oh, Nola's music, yeah. whilst it may have been a bit overpowering at times, which seems to be a fault of the modern series. Uh, they don't seem to have the, the sound mix quite right all the time, no. um, but the music itself I thought was, was very nice. It looked it stunning. Yeah, and then we had this whole the, the sea devils calling 
the humans land parasites and land crawlers mm. and the rather amusing description of the sea devils by the the villagers of ocean demons ocean which demons, is yeah. ocean demon which is, is almost the exact <laughs> slight change of the sea devil sea to ocean demon to devil it's you know yeah. virtually it's the same thing isn't it well, I wonder, um, they could have made a joke about the TARDIS translation system there, couldn't they? Because, you know, ah, that would, yeah. been, you know, that would have been interesting, I think. Yeah. You know. I also question that the Doctor just con- constantly calling them sea devils. Mm. They were called sea devils because it, it was a, like a, almost a throwaway term from, from somebody in the sea devils. Yeah. Um, and whilst they were <laughs> mistakenly referred to by Iktar in Warriors of the Deep as our sea devil brothers. Mm. The, the rate, that's not what the species is called in the same way as the Silurians aren't called the Silurians. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that's just what, what the humans have called them. But to just generally call somebody or a, a, you know, a species something to yeah. its face yeah. uh, and not expect some sort of response mm. from that. Mm. It was it was a little bit out of character. Generally, the Doctor has tried to, you know, when we had Hungry Earth, Cold Blood, mm. um, the, the Doctor was saying, well, you know, it's Homo Reptilia, really, yeah. we should be calling yeah. them. Or the, and the fact that they weren't, the Silurians weren't from the Silurian era at all. They were from the Eocene era, so they should have been called the Eocene. Yeah. Um, but generally, there is some kind of attempt made to explain away the fact that, well, we, we're calling them this just simply because that's what somebody said, but that's not mm. what they're actually called. And that wasn't done. And again, that seemed, that seemed a little bit out of character yeah. as well. And we, we got a brand new monster in this. We mm. got the Hausen. I think it was called that dirty great fish re- reptile yeah. thing, whatever it was. Um, was anyone else disappointed? Yeah, did, did anyone else think it should have been the Merco or they should, should have, have called the it the Merco? They should have, shouldn't they? Don't see, you know? I mean, yeah. there's no reason why the why they should only have had no. you know one yeah. one thing like that. But yeah, exactly. when you consider how badly received the Merco was when it appeared the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The chance to do something about yeah. it and to and to produce yeah, a CGI exactly. version of the Merca. Yeah. They must I have suppose you could argue that this was name. And it was a very impressive monster. I thought that was a pretty mm-hmm. impressive effect actually. I thought they did it, it was, really well. It was impressive effect in, in many ways. I, I did have questions about it as to uh, for a start, why did it seem to have about twelve eyes? Mm. Yeah. Um and when it opened its mouth, the rows of teeth just kept going back and back and back. So it had teeth set right back in its throat. And I don't quite mm. understand <laughs> the logic behind that. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean it's gonna make brushing your teeth impossible, isn't it? If you if you've got to <laughs> ram your toothbug down your down your throat to do it. Yes, possibly a misstep there as well. That obviously mm. wouldn't make any difference to anybody coming to the show fresh. They would just see this as this giant beast, but Again, what was going on with that? Because it mm. it menaced it menaced the ship when Dan and Madam Ching and Ying Ki were on it, and then mm. they fired the cannonballs at it, and all that it did was spit the cannonballs back out, and then they exploded yeah. above the ship, and then we never saw it again. No, no. There was a comment made later on about the fact that the Doctor didn't have the keystone and that it was on the ship, mm. but. How would the the, the Hausen know that? Yeah, and just again, very strange, but almost a, like in the um, 
in the Green Death when you've got this uh, a character who just suddenly disappears halfway through and is never mentioned again. Yeah. This is almost yeah. the same kind of thing, really. Yeah, yeah. That. Going on to the things that were great, the shot of the TARDIS underwater. Mm. And when mm. they opened the doors, yes. um, yeah. that was a very impressive visual right up there with the yeah. best, I think, that the show has ever done. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, it looked very. It did look good. It looked very good. My first thought was it was surely you wouldn't get that much light underwater, and then it dawned on me that obviously the light that is is underwater is the light that's coming from the TARDIS. The so TARDIS, it's actually yeah. illuminating the TARDIS itself that's illuminating yeah. the area. So that made perfect sense. There was some good dialogue that we had in there. We yeah. had Yinky saying to Dan after they've swum and got back onto the ship. And he said, oh, you're not, you're not doing very well for, a, yeah. how old are you, 70? <laughs> yeah. And Dan goes, no, no, I'm only 42. Yeah. <laughs> so he's obviously <laughs> going to say 46 or 47 and then changes it to two. And the best line in the, um, in the whole thing. No um, ship Sherlock. <laughs> no ship Sherlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they land, they land on the bottom of the sea, and, they're, and, they're, and there isn't a ship there. And the, the, yeah. the, way, the casual way the doctors go, oh, no ship Sherlock. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, plot, plot wise, again, I, as I said, I didn't quite understand why the Sea Devils would be wanting to do what they were doing. I, I understand. Mm. Them, you know, wanting to rid the earth of the parasites as they as they consider it. But, yeah. you know, that it's a little bit like saying, well, I've got a problem with woodworm in my house. So what I'm going to do is burn it to the ground. <laughs> and then I won't have woodworm anymore. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. or I'm going to flood my house. Obviously, they're an aquatic species, so that wouldn't affect them. But again, the question has to be asked when your cousins are, <laughs> are the the noble silurians um what what are they going to do when the planet's exactly. completely underwater yeah mm-hmm. it's not fair on them is it you know and <laughs> to, to, to be honest the, the sea devils surely you know even with their boss entombed in stone could have done a raid and founded the lodestone themselves 200 years mm-hmm. earlier you know what i mean if they wanted to go yeah. ahead and yeah. do this plan, you know, they didn't have to wait for him to wake up necessarily, did they? Another thing that, that I that I thought, again, only a, a minor point, but when Madame Ching was chiseling away at the at the statue and the cracks started appearing in it, and you you focused on the head of the sea devil and the eye blinked. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. hang on, this this is a stone statue. Yeah. If the sea yeah, devil yeah, yeah. is encased in stone, how is the eye going to blink? Yeah. And then poof, there's this the whole thing explodes and then the sea devil is free. It did appear, first of all, to be a very large statue, but I mm-hmm. think it, that was more because the person that the sea devil was holding in it was actually very small. I don't That's think small. it was necessarily yeah. that much bigger mm. than uh, than normal. Yeah. Um but once the mm. sea devils were on on screen, their look was fantastic. Oh, yeah, very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they were well, very good. Yeah. They very much followed the, the original look. They didn't tweak it much at all, but no. they did obviously do things like trying to make the mouths move, which didn't mm. quite work no. as well as, as it should, but the eyes were much better. And, and the chief sea devil had almost like bloodshot eyes. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which 
made it look particularly menacing. It seems obvious that obviously Chibnall likes his original 70s monsters, doesn't he? Doing what he did with the mm-hmm. Sontarans as well, you know, and uh, yes, got back to basics a couple of times now, hasn't he, really? Yes. Well, of course, it was it was Chibnall who brought back the Silurians oh, in the first place. Yes, it was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So he's got a bit of history with that. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I think that's a good story. You know, the, the Hungry Earth is a good story, I think. I think it, that worked really well. It, you know, this, this could yes, have been just was, as, it wasn't too bad. as glorious. You know, I think this one could have been just as majestic in a way, you know. If, if only it had just held together a little bit more it had the yeah. like you say it had the makings of being a good story a bit more explanation about madam ching people have said well how could she have piloted that ship on on her, on, on her own well after a crew had been taken because you you know you can't just sail a massive vessel like that single-handedly mm. there's just too much that needs doing it's just physically impossible yeah. Um, but I suspect that a lot of that is down to COVID restrictions. Um, yeah. That, that yeah. she didn't have some sort of skeleton crew, budgetary and COVID restrictions combined. Mm. Yeah. Um, and oh, generally sure. speaking, if you get stories with a smaller cast, quite often they tend to be sort of tighter, if you like, because you haven't got to spread the dialogue and yeah. and the plot and the action around too many different people. You can, mm. you can focus on the individual character's concern, which, again, leads you to think, why didn't we get more focus mm. on the, the person who should have been getting the focus? It's, mm. it's, quite, it's quite strange. Mm. The only other things I've got down here on my notes were one thing that, that, again, I found very strange. When they were on the Sea Devil base, which I, I liked the look of, but there was this big lever, the lever that the Doctor... Yeah, um, yeah uses to, to return the ship yeah. Yeah, yeah, back yeah. up again. Yeah. But this massive chunky lever, which is exactly the same as the lead of a lever in the TARDIS. Absolutely oh, identical. Yeah. It's funny, Miles, it's funny you say that, because as I was watching it this afternoon again, I was looking at some of the Sea Devil stuff, and I think they've cannibalised part of Matt Smith's TARDIS. A lot of it <gasps> It does. Yes, yeah, so Matt the, Smith's TARDIS, the, the bubble things. Yeah. and Because he had those in his TARDIS, mm-hmm. but yeah, and the tubes, and the um, you know. there was there was almost like a central column, wasn't there? A central yes, console yeah. column. Yeah, yeah. In there as well. Just I, I think I think they did. I think they sort of like banjaxed a couple of the old TARDIS consoles and you know yeah. gave it to the Sea Devils. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. But then you, you know when you consider how long it's been since there's been an old TARDIS set now. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You're, you're looking back to pre 2016 now, aren't you? Yeah, you are. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah is a very long time ago so yeah i wasn't keen on the pendant that the chief doll was wearing uh flashing yeah. whenever he spoke it was a bit uh-huh. 1980s wasn't it, it was, that was a bit it more was, of the uh, deep, you know uh, yeah i think i think the reasoning behind that is probably the same reason as the daleks lights flash when they talk uh-huh. so that you know which one is speaking but the only one who spoke was <laughs> the chief sea devil yeah and it was yeah. obvious at any point which one he was so i didn't really see uh-huh. the need to do that why would you create the technology to have something that you wear flash every time you talk uh-huh. it, yeah, it, there are better things to do with your time apart from anything else i didn't like when the ship appeared first of all his ship with the um the lovely sort of green things that made it made it fly mm-hmm. um and he goes right well i'm off then and he jumps like yes. <laughs> like yeah. the hulk in the, new, in the recent films yeah. and the, the master in, in in the end of time yeah i always feel 
and we're dealing obviously with a with a series that stretches credulity because of the the outlandish plots and what have you and monsters and the creations and and, and and things but i think you can suspend your disbelief with most of it as long as the fundamental things that you take that should be the case continue mm. to happen mm-hmm. and as soon as you start bending the laws of physics like that uh, you know yeah. in, the, in the superhero mm. terms and things that don't need to happen that happen like along those lines i think it takes mm-hmm. you out of the story because you suddenly start yeah, thinking well that yeah. looks a bit weird yeah. and then you're not focusing on the story anymore so that that kind of that's a little bugbear that i've got with these things mm-hmm. and, and i didn't i didn't like that i think that's basically it for for my notes it was a, it was a fluffy 50 minutes but it just it was it was it was lightweight wasn't it i think in a lot of ways mm-hmm. Maybe it was in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mainly because the next one's going to be so heavy. The next one could very well be heavy. The next one could also be very long. Um, mm. We could be looking at a, at a ninety-minute special potentially uh, yeah. for the next one. I think there there is there is and and maybe this is one of the reasons why this one had to be cut because yeah. say, the, the, the BBC may have said right, well you've got what we can do for these two specials is that we can give you two hours and 15 minutes total screen time between these mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. and to make the next one the length that they want it to be they may have had to cut stuff from this one i don't know the reasons behind it it'll be very interesting to have some explanation as to what was cut and why it was cut from this mm-hmm. um but that is In a possibility <laughs> oh yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah well the the the, the box set for this apparently is this and Eve of the Daleks. Yeah. Being, being released yeah. As, a wow. twin re- as a twin release. So yeah. this is going to be almost immediately available on DVD and Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Whereas you would have thought, well, I, I suppose you could argue that, well, they're doing this now because it gives people something to, you know, to have now. And then they'll release a, a box set of specials in the same way as they did with the, uh, the tenant specials. Once we've had these three, you know, Eve of the Daleks, this one, and then the next one, whatever it's going to be called, mm. which is odd that we haven't yet had a title for that. But then no. that <laughs> may be bearing in mind Chris Chibnall's track record with releasing information. <laughs> um, it's not so much of a surprise. Um, so, yeah, it's slightly odd that they would that they would release two of the specials and then keep the third one back. And mm-hmm. unless the plan is to really to release a. A, a box set, proper box set with these three stories, the standalone stories, you know, combined in that one. So you were going to say something? Yeah, I was. I totally forgot. <laughs> two seconds. Yeah, it happens. It, but, that it took. It happens. It does. Right. So we now have to address <laughs> the elephant in the room, <laughs> or the sea devil <laughs> in the room. <laughs> which is, of course, um, the continuing and obviously to, to be short-lived relationship between Yaz and the Doctor and how this has developed from Eve of the Daleks. Opinions, please. Let's hear what everybody thinks about this. Starting with Nick. Uh, I I think it's very laudable and I think it's commendable. I... But I, as I was watching it, I was looking back and I was thinking, 
I can see how the Doctor and, say, Rose had feelings for each other. I don't feel as though it's really been highlighted enough with the Doctor and Yaz. Because for a start, they haven't been together alone. They've had other blokes knocking around with them, haven't they, the whole time? I, I, I think it's, it's, it's commendable. I haven't seen that relationship grow. It seems a bit shorned in, I feel. And as, as a consequence, I, I, I didn't really feel... I didn't feel for it. I, I think it's a, it's a nice notion, but I don't feel it. I don't feel it, to be honest. Oh, I'm no. so excited! Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, yay! Yay! Okay, I'll be quiet now. Go ahead. <laughs> I, think, well, I think I'm really going to like this episode. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, maybe not when you find out <laughs> what happens. I, I just... I didn't feel the emotion behind it. I, I mean, I think, you know, yes, it's a nice notion, and, but I didn't feel the emotion, to be honest, which I, I could with, I didn't necessarily like the idea of the Doctor and Rhodes having things, but it, it was more natural the way they did it, I think. Yes, there was, there was a build-up yes. things, yeah. whereas this seems to have quite clearly mm-hmm. all, of the, all of the Doctor's companions develop a fondness for him. That's yeah. natural. Yeah. Uh, some, you know, you get this sort of hero worship thing that, that that develops, and there are times when, and only in recent times, obviously, where this has developed into some sort of crush. Mm. Um, but for it to to have developed into what we seem, what we've we've seen and heard spoken of recently, yeah, like you say, there doesn't seem to have been the setup for it unless mm. there's. And Lots of stories we have stuff that we haven't seen. But then, yeah. if we mm-hmm. haven't seen them, how does it justify what we're now seeing? If you'd seen if you'd seen a series of other stories where things had happened, you know, where Yaz has saved the Doctor's life, and you see yeah. long long scenes with them together when they're they're getting on like house on fire and what have you. But we've seen we've seen nothing like this, and. No. What the doctor's mm-hmm. comment to mm-hmm. Yaz that she is one of the greatest people I've ever known. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't including <laughs> including my wife. And you think, well, what has she seen that, <laughs> that everybody yeah. except Sue hasn't? Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. It's, wait, it's, wait, I've, what? I've, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if maybe the whole point of going into this relationship is to lead to what we saw in this episode with the doctor going into an explanation of why I can't get attached to anyone. Mm, yeah, but but we've obviously, we've had this in a school reunion mm. when Sarah and Rose are talking. And, True. And then the, then the doctor goes, goes on to say, you could live your whole life with me, but I can't mm-hmm. live my whole life with you. Oh, that's true. We've been here before, haven't we? We have been here before. And again, as has been mentioned, we're talking about different species. We're talking about, you know, a human lifespan to the doctor being, you know, the lifespan of a gerbil to a human being, say, for example. (laughs) You know, something something that's cute and fluffy and you can be very fond of it. uh, But you know that that two or three years down the line, it's not going to be around anymore. Yeah. There's another, I thought, slightly intriguing line when the doctor's talking to Yaz about idea of dating. And she does toss in as an aside that she has done it. 
Yes. And but then you, wonder... you would assume that that was going to be a member of her own species. Yeah, but I mean, I wonder if since Chibnall's getting in, has gotten into the idea of wrapping into the into origin stories, if that's yeah. going to somehow lead to an explanation of how Susan came to be. Well, I'd, li- I'd kind of is... like to see that, but who knows? And I know there are yeah. people that would love to see Caroline Ford be another surprise addition. Yes, well, we, we will very shortly be getting to the trailer and, yeah. and everything that that's setting up and what it, uh, else it may be setting up that we don't know about yet in the same way as the people were saying before Fugitive of the Jadoon or watch this one there's this this is there's something to look out for here and then we get captain jack mm-hmm. appearing yeah. and people go oh wow he's brought back captain jack that's great and that's then suddenly, true yeah 10 minutes down the line or whatever then suddenly you get whoa hang on a minute there's a there, what a hang on, there's a whole new yeah. what no what a, do, a doctor yeah. that a no uh, huh, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just yeah. completely sideswiping us and and the, that that double whammy of surprises was phenomenal and yeah. Are we going to get the same again coming up in a few months' time? I have to suspect that there's that there's more than we've that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming, yeah. you know, yeah. we seem to have um, <laughs> glossed over the rest of the uh, the relationship talk. Well, I, I yeah, I but... will just 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 say that this is something that came about in the previous story. We've had some of it in this story. And the next story is Jodie's last. So realistically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was never going to be a full-blown no, no romance of any description because the, Although, the time uh, just didn't didn't fit with it. A good friend of mine who, who's a lesbian and is a doctor, when she saw that trailer, she was saying, "Oh my God, it's going to be a lesbian fest next episode." She she, she <laughs> thinks she. she she can see Yaz going off with Tegan and Ace and starting <laughs> a commune somewhere. Exes of the Doctor sort of thing, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she, she's, she's very excited for the, the whole gay agenda of that next episode, basically. <laughs> yes, I, I don't really, I, I could never see when the whole relationship thing came up how they were expecting to play that out within the space yeah. of three episodes with the first mm-hmm. one being the one that actually just brings things to the surface yeah. the second one then has to obviously deal with something and the third one which then has to rip it to pieces yeah. so yeah it's an, an odd time to want to do that and i'm not averse to the fact that we can't get anything because like many people i don't think the doctor should be involved in that kind of relationship with anyone mm. at at exactly. any time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rose, like Rose, like we had to put up with that relationship for God knows how long, and probably will again. Well, she's gonna uh, come back. I'm telling you now, she's coming back. <laughs> she's coming back. <laughs> well, it's entirely My possible. Back. Well, unless I mean, back. you know, the, the prophecy said the doctor Our won't TV. regenerate. So, yes, you know, it makes you wonder: Will the Doctor, I don't know, be made human? Will Jodie go with Yaz, and will Russell start off with a brand new Doctor? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Part, but there's, you know, you know. <laughs> there's, um, there's things which we, you know we've seen the hints of with the trailer, which we will mm. now get into properly. Um, 
that obviously this has an impact on. Um, yeah. The doctor's last line with Yaz when they're on the beach is, I wish this would go on forever. Yeah. And maybe it will. <laughs> Camera pans back, swirls into next time, the doctor mm. in the TARDIS saying, nothing is forever. <laughs> yeah. mm. That's literally, literally, those two lines followed for you. I wish this would go on forever. Nothing is forever. It was almost, there was a beat in between the two of them, but that was, that was it. Uh, but then the master's lines of no regeneration oh no it wasn't the master's lines was it sorry it was uh, was it swarm it was it was yeah, time, time. It was time as the doctor time in the doctor's yes. body wasn't it yeah yes yes yeah. yes no no regeneration, no regeneration. Um, beware yeah. of the forces that mass against you and yeah. their master yeah now it it's not any surprise i don't think to anybody to to see the master back mm-hmm. what is interesting is that when we see the clips of the master in the trailer in the first mm. one he's mm. clean shaven yes mm-hmm. yeah. which he wasn't the last time oh. we saw him and in the second one he looks like Rasputin like the mad monk yes yeah with these wide eyes so that's intriguing mm. and not really a surprise to see the daleks mm. um not particularly a surprise necessarily you would say to see the cybermen if you're talking about the forces that mass against you uh yeah. seeing a shad however yeah 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 that was interesting. last last time we saw him he was sh- shrunk and put in a matchbox mm. um, yeah. by the master so has yep. the master reversed this well maybe or are we seeing this as different different time in a shad's timeline well possibly yeah i mean i suppose the master kind of turned the zybermen into Zyber law, it's interesting. Maybe he's still got a say in them. Maybe he is controlling them to a certain extent. Mm. Yeah. Um, but then we um, know we're getting we're getting Kate Stewart back. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We know we're getting Vinder back. Vinder, yes, yeah. And if we're getting yeah. Vinder, surely we've got to be getting Bell mm-hmm. because those two were were together. And is this where things are things are heading? Are we going? Are we heading back into this this? Mm-hmm. Minefield. She might have been off with Tegan. She might be off mm-hmm. with Tegan, though. You know. But, yeah. I, th- I think it's this lesbian love tryst that's falling. Finda comes to the doctor saying Tegan's sort of kidnapped Belle. You know. And um, Yas says, "I want a bit of that. Why don't you kidnap me, Doctor?" And they have a big argument. And then Ace gets involved, obviously. And there's lots of frying pans and saucepans thrown. And one of them hits the doctor, and she regenerates. And that's your story, I think. Oh no! It's you read it here first. The plot, the and as she's regenerating, she touches all of them. She just puts her hand out and touches all of them, sends regeneration yeah. energy into them, and they all yeah. regenerate together. And the guys yeah. are left standing there, going, "What the f just happened?" Yeah. Of course. Boom! David Tennant. Rose. Of course, <laughs> what, what you what you have to, what you have to consider when it comes to Trists is that uh, Trist was before both Ace and Tegan. That's true. Having yeah. come from yeah. uh, from the Nightmare of Eden, so you're... <laughs> <laughs> very good. Yes, <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a season and a half out. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah, but I won't put it past Jim or the bugger. You know, <laughs> you tie that in. He would he'd work there. Yeah. So yes, seeing Vinder again, seeing Kate again, even seeing the bloody spacesuits again. 
mm. um, the orange spacesuits again, you know, mm. and Ashad and so the Cybermen yeah. and the Master and, and, and Dalits is great. But it's 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 Tegan and Ace, isn't it? This is the yeah. thing that's got yeah. everybody excited yeah. for the next yeah. for the next story. Yeah. I don't remember um, any of this in the thing except Tegan and Ace. And the regeneration energy. I'm like, they're all coming back. You saw Vendor? Where the hell was Vendor? I saw yeah. Master. Yeah. Where the hell was Vendor? Oh, and there's, there's a little. What? There's oh, a, there's a little freeze you frame. There was a freeze frame moment. It only yes, there is. Seconds. Are you, you, Ace's jacket, were you going to say? I saw the Ace's, Ace's jacket, jacket the shot. and a baseball yes. bat. And yes, the baseball bat, like, yes. Whether yes, it's a baseball yes. bat, I don't know. It's difficult to say with that. But it's, it's definitely her it's, jacket, isn't it? She's in her it's, jacket. It's, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's the jacket and it's Ace and it's a Dalek exploding. Yes. So, yeah. Which I thought was lovely. Yeah. 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 yeah a nice little nod. <laughs> that happened? I mean, I, I got to watch this trailer again because obviously I did not see the, the trailer the way I thought I saw the trailer. I just kind of traded that. Try the episode. Try the whole thing. Go on. Give it a go. <laughs> The thing with the um, the thing with the, the, the trailer is that obviously it's a very short thing designed to whet your appetite for what's yeah. what's coming. And mm-hmm. so what you get is very little of anything. Um, and if it's know, flashing, I, mean, you, I wouldn't be able to see it anyway. That's why I concentrated on Yeah. Oh, well, there was more to focus on with Ace and Tegan than anything yeah. else because yeah. you had you had that phone conversation where Tegan right. says, it's been 40 years, and then Ace going, well, it's only been 30 years. <laughs> 30 yeah. years for me, which sets their timelines up nicely as the 80s yeah. and the 90s, doesn't it? Or the, eight, the, the early 80s and the late 80s at the very okay. least. Yeah. And then it yeah. goes into that, the, the sh- that shot of them standing side by side and shooting whatever yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And it, that, sense, it ties into the Sarah Jane adventures about her talking about what the past companions yeah. do, doesn't it? You know, because yeah. she mentions Tegan, she mentions Ace. You know, yeah. it'd be lovely to see Polly. Nice to see Polly, maybe. You know, yeah, that'd be lovely. Yeah, nice to see Ben. Yeah, well, we could, they could do it. You know, why not? Ian, Bob, well, they could, but, but, know, yeah, um, Harry. Um, yeah, it, it 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 would be obviously more of a problem with the, with the people that the actors aren't with yeah. us anymore. Yeah. But uh, it, yeah. it's it's doable with somebody who yeah. looks like them. But I don't think yeah. we're we're heading down that route. But yeah, I think I think if you take the the Tegan and A stuff out of the trailer, you've almost got half of the trailer just mm-hmm. basically the bits yeah, yeah. that focused on on those two yeah, yeah, um, yeah. what i can tell you <laughs> i don't know if i should um, oh you have what you have inside well i've i've spoken to sophie yeah. and apparently chris chibnall listened to fugitive of the jadoon and was so impressed that he got sophie back oh really oh well. wait what to us you listen to us? <laughs> Wait, no, come on. Are you serious? No. <laughs> 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 That's why I was like, he listened to us? <laughs> what, what I would, I would uh, love to be able to take credit for is the fact that as things stand at the moment, our current episode that's out is the DVD review uh, with Toby, Toby Haydock moderating it. The two episodes before that were uh, Random Improv, uh, Twister in the Tale, 
which mm-hmm. was the multi-doctor story, which also featured Tegan and Ace <laughs> in the same okay. story. Very true, and, very true. Yeah. And two weeks after that second part yeah. of that story went out, yeah. we've yeah. seen a trailer with Tegan and Ace in the same yeah. story. Yeah. It's like, we beat them to it by two weeks. <laughs> so Toby is the new doctor. That's what you're saying, Miles, isn't it? No, I mean, I, I know that both... Janet and Sophie have been very tight-lipped on this and once again mm. we're in this situation where this has come to light and everybody is surprised by it yeah and yeah. if if Chris Chibnall's yeah. good at doing one thing he's good at keeping secrets he is he's very good yeah. and you just you just know that that is just there's gonna be so much more he's teased those two but you think there's gonna be so much more isn't there I would imagine well and I know that, that you know Sophie you're looking said, at we can breathe we can breathe now. We actually can breathe. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, when you see some trailers, and particularly when you see trailers for an upcoming season where they show you clips from different episodes, mm. by the time you're two or three episodes in, you've basically you've had all of these clips. They generally come from the first two or three stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you'll get things like, which we had um, we had a while ago where we had the um, the, the, the Mavellans, remember? The mm. clip with the oh, Mavellans. Yeah. And that's all we saw of the Mavellans. Mm. So I'm not suggesting that that's all we're going to see of Vinda or all we're going to see of Kate Stewart. Mm. Clearly, there's going to be a bit more of them than that. But, yeah. you know, how much of the Daleks going to be in it? How much of the Cybermen going to be in it? Is there going to be something else in it? If it's going to tie in with uh, the Timeless Child setup, are we going to mm. see Joe Martin again? Yeah. I think it's highly yeah. likely. I would imagine. Um, are yeah. are we going to see Bell again? I think it's highly likely. What mm. about time? Serpent. As yeah, yeah, swarm and yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah, I would, I would uh, imagine that the Daleks and the Zybermen is probably going to be a knee-jerk reaction to Flux because they weren't happy with the Doctor, were they? So I'd imagine that's going to be tied in. You know, they they want the Doctor. Well, to kind of, you know. I think I think the the assumption that we have to we have to draw from what we know so far is it's the the forces that mass against you. Mm. So massing against implies some kind of partnership. Yeah. So yeah. are is has the master teamed up with the Daleks and the Cybermen? And this again. Is, <laughs> again. Well, he's never teamed up with both of them. He's teamed up with both them the both time, individually. No. And the yeah. Daleks and the Cybermen are featured together, but we've never had the Master, the Daleks, and the Cybermen in the same no. in the same no. story, unless, of course, you count the five Doctors. Five Doctors, but they're all separate, weren't uh, they? Really, on the whole, you know, the Master. The, yeah, they, there was nothing. There was nothing. The, the Master and the Cybermen. That's the one time the Master and the Cybermen had been together in the classic series. Yeah. There was only um, one Dalek. They, there was only one Dalek, and and it was yeah. dispensed with quite quickly, and that was only put in there just to just to say that they were in it. Yeah. Um, they didn't so, need to have the Daleks in the in the Five Doctors because the story that was supposed to be preceding the Five Doctors was supposed to be Revelation of the Daleks, but it got held yeah. back. Oh, no, Resurrection, yeah. sorry, of the Daleks. Resurrection, yeah. yeah. By, yeah. Uh, by, so have uh, you guys heard season. who the next Doctor's going to be? No, no, have you? Do you know, do you know, Sue? Do you know? you got insider knowledge. No, not me. No, do you guys know? <laughs> because, because usually that's not as tight-lipped as what's going on now where nobody seems to know. Is it going to be David Tennant again? Or? This is the thing. At the moment, 
we've heard that the next doctor is going to be David Tennant, it's going to be Ollie Alexander, it's going to be the guy who played what's his face in class. Um, mm. It's going to be two or three separate ladies. And names keep coming up all the time. Oh, this is going to be the next Doctor. This is going to be the next Doctor. Basically, the bottom line is nobody actually knows who's going to be the next Doctor. Okay. There seems to be a, a growing swell of confidence amongst the bookies that David Tennant is going to be the next Doctor. But I don't know. I suspect what we might get is we know that we've got coming up the centenary episode which is the regeneration episode Mm -hmm. where obviously we're having things from past present and future from the series involved which is why we've got the companions back and and things like that we know that the episode after that is the anniversary special so clearly there's not going to be anything in between but that's a very long time to go without any Doctor Who at all. And then after yeah. that, we'd have to wait for the next series. Yeah. Now, what that does leave the option available for would be some one-off specials, which wouldn't necessarily have to feature the current Doctor. Mm-hmm. So you could have a special with... Christopher Eccleston, you could, who has said he would come back to the show, whether he'd come back with Russell T. Davis, I don't know, but he mm. would come back to the he would come back to the show as the Doctor if the story focused on his Doctor. That's the reason why he wouldn't do a multi-Doctor story because he feels that it dilutes the parts, not just for him but for the others, and that the show should be about the one Doctor there at the time. Um, whereas obviously the rest of us love multi-Doctor stories, but. Matt Smith could come back as the Doctor. I don't know if you'd get Peter Capaldi back quite so soon as the Doctor, quite so soon, six years after. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, but yeah, the potential is there for, for there to be specials and they don't even have to have the Doctor in them. You could have the continuing adventures of Tegan and Ace, mm-hmm. which yeah. could lead to some spin-off series, which could, you know, if there is going to be this whole streaming thing going on, with the, the you know the extended universe you could have various different specials you could have a, a special focusing on the daleks or the cybermen you don't even need to have any of the regular characters involved mm-hmm. so but the eyes, that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but the idea the of, of say. what do the cybermen say and the Cybermen say, our new leader. Hi, I'm back, guys. Edric? Yeah. <laughs> they offer me a or, job. I took it. Or if, if Kat's playing the part, Adric's back. <laughs> Adric's back. <laughs> have, you, have, yeah. have you missed Adric? Adric hasn't missed you. <laughs> <laughs> Adric is now a cyber, Cyberman. <laughs> but no, seriously, you could get David Tennant back to play to play the Doctor. Or you could set up a thing which they could have done with a situation where the doctor starts to regenerate and something happens and he's in this this sort of state of flux himself and temporarily regenerates into one person 
and then that's one of the specials and then at the end of that he regenerates again and he becomes somebody else and that goes into another special and mm. all of this is within the same regeneration in the same way as you know with um christmas invasion he's partway through yeah. his regeneration cycle when he loses his arm so he grows another yeah. arm yeah um so you could go through this thing where he's sort of almost sort of the regeneration itself is held in stasis mm. um and Listen, i think it makes more sense because i think a, a multi well i was thinking about this logically if jody disappears whenever they show this episode october november if the next Doctor Who episode is a 60th anniversary and they bring her back again, it's going to be a bit silly, isn't it? You know, I don't think a multi-Doctor story is going to work next year somehow, really. A multi-Doctor story, I think a multi-Doctor story is possible. I think if you were going to have a multi-Doctor story, it would be difficult, difficult but not impossible to do with Jodie. She's obviously, she's heavily pregnant at the moment, but yeah. if you're filming something later on this year, or early next year for being shown in November next year, then yeah. clearly there's time for her to have a baby and, and whatever. But would she Again, just, would she come straight back to the show? Straight back. I mean, logically, the, the, the episode, the 100th anniversary episode is going to end with her regenerating, presumably, and yeah. maybe the new person stepping in. And then if suddenly the next episode, she comes back again. You she know, comes back it, again. It's, it's a bit, yeah, it's I mean, it's, it's only it's really, only happened yeah. once, um, and that's with Matt Smith after Peter yeah. Capaldi, yeah. Peter Capaldi yeah. generation, and that was for a cameo at the end. Yeah, now, it, that doesn't that doesn't preclude the fact that she that she could come back for a cameo, but to be part of the the main story seems unlikely. I don't think we would potentially get Peter Capaldi back for a regeneration story. He hasn't seemed to show any inclination to return to the role maybe in the due course of time but I think it's still possibly too early in the same way as Tom Baker didn't feel like he, he could come back for the five doctors mm. he, he and then he was and then he wasn't then he was but ultimately he decided against it because it had been too recent I think if the five doctors yeah. had been another couple of years down the line we would have had yeah, Tom yeah. Baker in it yeah. yeah but you know being only less than two years after he'd left the part yeah it, yeah. it felt too early we could get Matt Smith if he's open to doing it. We could get David Tennant if he's open to doing it. I don't think if it's a multi-doctor story, we'll get Chris Eccleston. No, no. But we could, we could get Paul McGann. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would yeah. be that. As opposed to David Tennant, I'd like to see Paul get get a series that he was supposed to have. Yeah. Mm. Or we could get. I mean, we, we won't because it's Russell T. Davis doing it. But if it were Chris Chibnall doing it and we didn't have a current doctor, we could have a Joe Martin episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Potentially. There's no way of telling what would happen. It would be very difficult to include any of the original doctors unless you did something to explain why they looked very much older than they really are. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I don't yeah. think you'd get Tom back even, unless it was like something like the curator. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. Tom is now just too old to do it, and the others are getting to the point where it wouldn't make any sense to have them in it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, unless you did it by recasting, and oh. we've never recast a living Doctor. We've only recast the Doctors who aren't with us anymore. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I still wonder though if Russell might pull a quick one out of the hat. Give us something at Christmas, you know. I, I, I don't know because it may be the first year in a long time we haven't had anything at Christmas or New Year. 
And it would be, yeah, a, a, wonderful, it would be a wonderful opportunity just to do a quick Christmas episode with something, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I, I understand. It's, it's As I understand time. it, it's Russell... There's time to do it. Hmm. There is time to do it. Um, but as I understand it, Russell has said that he's not doing anything until Chris Chibnall's watch is over. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and if Chris Chibnall's watch ends in August... August, yeah, uh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we are August or even September, then or, or October. I think it's October, isn't it? The, the, um, yeah. uh, the centenary. Yeah. So he's not going to get something started, finished and on screen within two no. months. No, unless no. it's something that you know they're doing on the quiet it is possible but the fact that we would we'd be getting the centenary episode that might be sufficient to, to tide us through for the time being but then yeah. we are looking at over a year again until the next special and then yeah. who knows how long after that until yeah. the show proper comes back would we and get I a think, christmas I think or new year special next year now. well yeah exactly I, I suspect we will get more consistency. This is what Toby was saying in our little chat, or one of the things that he that he said. He he believes that we will get more consistency because Russell was able to churn stories out at uh, at a quicker rate than we've been having recently. Whether the the delays are down to the workload on Stephen Moffat or the technology being used. Or just the just the creative juices not flowing enough to be able to 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 get you know the the stories together, or mm. or the fact that they're 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 trying so hard to make them as good as they can that they need to take more time doing it, which then just gives you less time to do more episodes. Yeah, I, don't, I yeah. don't know the reasoning behind it, but you have to look back to the Russell T Davis era when he was he was putting out thirteen episodes. Mm. plus a Christmas special. Mm-hmm. And for Russell, he was also <laughs> producing the Sarah Jane Adventures and Torchwood yeah. at yeah. the same time. So quite clearly, whilst he's not fully hands-on with all of it, he was overseeing all three shows yeah. and yeah. and his workload was phenomenal. And we know from the writer's tale that he's a, another one of these writers who doesn't always work well with deadlines and some of mm-hmm. some of the stuff that was that was coming up was skin of the teeth stuff mm-hmm. but um invariably what went out was regarded as as as, as decent yeah yeah you know, there's not been a single era of the show where there haven't been people have said well yeah but that wasn't that that great an episode was it in the greater scheme of things you know it was it may still have been very very good you know no that wasn't the best and in yeah. many instances we've had what would be classed as clunkers yeah you know, there have been more consistent eras than others but there's always been something that's been in there yeah and so you have to expect that you know just because rtd is coming back that it's suddenly not all going to be no, you know, no. greatness and everything's going to be wonderful exactly. all the time because always has it been thus. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got episode one of an earthly child followed by episodes two, three, and four of an unearthly yeah, child, yeah, which people think yeah. that the standard is vastly is vastly different. You've got yeah. the caves of Andrazani followed by the twin dilemma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, there's there's always been a discrepancy, and yeah. you never know yeah. which story is going to come up no, in the, no. as next and it's going to be a, a, a bona fide all-time classic or a, a, a clunker it's you know, I this is the most important thing this is relevant 
I just think Doctor Who needs to be consistent with its timings and its schedules because that is what we have not had for a long time. I think that's what makes it dip out of the public view. You know, um, it's all very well to have a new series every 18 months or whatever, but I think if Doctor Who again becomes a regular fixture, a new series starting once a year, blah, 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 people love it again. Yes, I mean, we've we've had the viewing figures for Legend of the Sea Devils now. Um, the viewing figures on, on the overnights were 2.2 million, which is mm. the lowest, I think, it has ever been. Ever, I think, yeah, yeah. As an overnight, I mean, obviously the, the overnights aren't the the be all and end all. You know, no. the over the overnights for for Eve of the Daleks were three point something, and they ended up as nearly five. Yeah, you know, four point yeah. six or four point seven or something like that. And in this day and age, anything approaching five million is extremely respectable. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't mean to say that even even if this ends up at three and a half or four million, it doesn't mean to say that it's a, it's a disaster. No, no, no. Obviously, no. the um, the the press and the naysayers will jump on this and go, ah, but can't you see that this means it's a, it's that's it, it's a disaster. Mm. What you have to look at is how it performs against other programs that are on at the time generally yeah. uh, through the week it's been consistently in the top 30 yeah. most often in the top 20 and still breaking into the top 10 on numerous occasions yeah 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 uh, might struggle with this one because i think it was the 11th watched most watched program on the day mm. on easter and that's on the day so mm. you take all the rest of the week that's going to push it well down outside the top 20 once you yeah. get the consolidated figures coming in that could elevate it back up into the top 20 or the top top, top 30 at worst mm. but how much of this drop-off is down to the fact that we had quite a nice weekend the fact that it's easter and people aren't necessarily sat in front of the tv at the time mm. i mean it was um is it was it Britain's Got Talent was on that night? Was, and I think that, I think that was, was on at the same time, wasn't it? I think, yeah. I think it, it got yeah. five million or something yeah. like that. So, you know, we're not talking about, you know, these shows that traditionally always do extremely well, absolutely no. wiping the floor with it. You know, if it's got if it's got double the, the viewership in the past, that would be we'd be talking about that having something like 14 million and you'd go, wow, that's incredible. You know, Doctor Who's yeah. had seven. Oh, that's rubbish. Look at this. It's got 14 million. That's not the time that we're living in now. No, no. And clearly the viewing figures are less important. What is more important is the performance against what else is on and mm. what the public perception perception is public perception is difficult to gauge yeah. because you always have those who are very vocal in favor of the show and you'll always have those who are very vocal against the show yeah. and quite often this is within fandom itself you know you've got yeah. people who don't like the Jodie Whittaker era don't like the Chris Chibnall era didn't like the Peter Capaldi or Stephen Moffat eras or the Russell T Davis eras or the old show but love the new show you know there's always going to be this this divide what you have to base things on i suppose if you're doing that is how well is the se is the show selling overseas how mm -hmm. many countries are buying it how many people are still interested in buying it and let's be honest 
you know, we've had a, a production company that's recently been set up, which is named after something that was on the show. This production company is now responsible for making it. And mm-hmm. Sony have invested 60 million quid or whatever into it. Clearly, they're not going to do that for something that they don't think there's a future in yeah. or that the public is still going to like. Yeah. So is the show in crisis? No, I don't think so. No, Has the show gone through a slightly bumpy road in the last few years yes um how much of that is down to covid quite a bit because it's mm-hmm. clearly it's made an impact how much is that is down to the consistency from chris chibnall in what he's producing possibly some of it how much of it is down to the fact that the doctor is now a woman rather than a man as, as uh, always has been there will be some of it that is related to that, but yeah. probably not anywhere near as much as people think. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think yeah. once you have this change, this change in the character after a period of time, that becomes the norm. Okay. Guys, I have to take the dog inside. So we will be finishing quite quite soon now. So we've okay, covered pretty much just, everything. She just so. gave me a little nudge, and it's like, okay, Jody. Yes. Yes. I'm speaking to Jody right here. <laughs> she gave you a, she gave you a little, little nudge and said, "Watch the bloody episode." So. <laughs> she said, "Watch my namesake. Watch my namesake." Whilst you still can. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I Just... absolutely adore Jody, I'm, and that's going to make me very sad. I loved, I loved her. I enjoyed this. I'm sorry, guys. I really, really enjoyed her whole time. All of it. I loved it. Even yeah, though you haven't seen half of it. Yeah, well, she's been a great, she's been a great doctor. I would love to see Russell Wright for her, actually, because I, I, think, I think she, she has been a very good doctor. I think she has been a great doctor. She hasn't necessarily had the material she needs, I don't think. Not always, um, no. Yeah. No. I think the, fir- the first yeah. season was... Strong. Was, no. The fir- yes. <laughs> first season was a little bit suspect. The second season was very much better. I thought the second season yeah. was generally very strong. Yeah, um, yeah. And with all the different surprises and things that were thrown in, there were oh, elements yeah, of it that, yeah. that weren't as yeah. strong. You know, there's always yeah. been this this question about Chris Chibnall and dialogue and and mm. exposition and show and not tell, yeah. um, and resolutions yeah. to plots. But then you could you could argue resolutions to plots for Russell T Davis yeah. as well, well exactly. and also yeah. to Stephen yeah. Moffat to a degree. Yeah. You know, it's very yeah. easy to to come up with a great idea for a story but coming up with a great yeah. solution to the story is not always the, best, yeah. not always yeah. the easiest thing to do to give you so, a positive note i i teach kids after school and there's a one boy i teach who is um i've actually given them a couple of my old i've got a couple of couple, uh, doubles of target novelizations which i gave him because he's a, he's a doctor who fan and he's um he's very much into matt smith but he, um, when I saw him this week, when I was teaching this week, he had seen the, uh, the Easter episode. And I've, because one of the books I gave him, one of the target books I gave him was Warriors of the Deep. So he, he knew of the sea levels. Okay. And, um, you don't, you don't like the kid, you know, though, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had two copies. I thought he's a Doctor Who fan. And he's, um, he's a nice, he's only, you know, 10, 11, but he's big on Doctor Who. Yeah. So I gave him this, I gave him Warriors of the Deep. I think it's end of last year, actually. And he'd read it, and then when he saw the sea devils were coming back, and I mean, I, I think I remember when Doctor Who first came back. I was doing supply teaching, and I, I think kids are a very good gauge. I remember 
talking to kids in 2005, 2006. Oh. And they, they loved it, you know. But I, I said to this lad, um, you know, who, who was 10 or 11, what did you think of it? So I enjoyed it. It was really good. He said, but I think they, they need to, they need just one companion. He suggested he thought the doctors should be a man again. But he just, he just thought the TARDIS needed to be a bit more focused. That was his big suggestion. And I thought yeah. it was quite interesting. That's from a child, you know. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, the 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 opinion of the children, for anywhere from five, six through to, you know, fourteen, fifteen, yeah, um, is very, very valid because mm. these are the kids who, if they love the show when they're growing up, as we've seen on numerous occasions later on in life, they are the ones who are then involved in the making and the producing of you know you've, you've got david tennant peter capaldi russell t davis all grew up loving the show mm. and then obviously made massive contributions to it and and this one uh, jody's jody's doctor is going to help the, the little girls that are watching well yes saying, yeah there will be, be there will be. i need to be part of this and i can be the doctor too anybody can be the doctor doesn't it, yeah. the doctor doesn't have to always be a man and it was just like jody's doctor was doctor and that is after the war doctor after all the the you know the angst and all that crap and the rose angst and the pond angst and all that i really was i was so excited when it, when it was jody i was like yes finally finally and so throughout covid she was exactly what we needed. Oh, was, uh, I mean, Jodie as a person has been has been magnificent, mm. as, and, and the stuff that she's done as the Doctor in the same way as you could you could say Tom Baker was because he right. he never, you know, whenever there were children around, he was instantly he became the Doctor. You know, so he wouldn't he would never he would never drink or or smoke or swear when he was around children. At least I feel she's an excellent emissary for this. You know, very much so. Very much so. as, as to be fair, they generally have been. The doctors generally have been. Oh, yes. Oh, all, yes, very much so. I, I agree. All of them. And somebody said in one of the episodes, I'm the hope doctor or she was the hope doctor or something. It came out that way. And I thought, yes, you are the hope doctor. You are bringing hope in, in a time when everybody was in the house and, and stuck and, and just her light. She just had such a light about her. And it was it was a change. It was different, and it showed all these little girls you can do. This isn't this isn't only just the guys. Well, no, but this is something that you see numerous times throughout. You know, you get you get the likes of Tiger Woods and Lewis Hamilton, say for example, who you know at the very top of their game. Mm. Um, young black kids think, well, blow me, I've never seen this before. I've never seen a, a black golfer or a black racing driver. And right. look, they're the best in the world. I can mm. do that. You, you'll see girls looking at the doctor and going, well, the doctor's always been a man. And, wow, I, now well, I could be the doctor one day or I could do this or I could, if, if the doctor could be a woman, the showrunner could be a woman. I could actually end up running the show and, and, mm. and all, all, all of this. And this is why people have suggested that when we get the next doctor, if it's not a woman, will it be a white man? Possibly not. Mm. There's been a suggestion that 
if they do go into a run of specials that the specials could have a female doctor another female doctor maybe a female doctor of color or a male doctor of color or a, an, an asian or hispanic or who knows mm-hmm. you know what else or you know played by a a homosexual or trans actor again to sort of you know con- continue this variety and this inclusivity to everybody and right. to, and to give that role model to people who don't normally get that kind of thing mm-hmm. and then potentially then when the show goes back to being a full series again to maybe settle back into what the general public like and expect and then to 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 carry on in the in the way that it has with you know with a mm-hmm. a generally male generally caucasian actor playing the part I, I mean, I don't know if this is what the general public likes. I think what the general public like. Well, this is my. This is me speaking. This is just me. My this is what you like. <laughs> no, is an amazing actor. It doesn't make yes. a difference if yes. it's male, female, black, white, Native American, Asian, whatever, whoever plays the doctor, just is an amazing actor. Period. Yes. And it makes no difference about any of the if the person acting. playing the part is good enough then the fans will follow if the player exactly. person playing the part and the script <clears throat> and the production is good enough then the show will be great yeah. irrespective regardless i i yeah. couldn't couldn't agree more with that i do think that yes, we will I have to likely go back. i have to click off yeah, 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 yeah. Carry I'm on. Giving the episodes a ten. A ten. The trailer is like forty. <laughs> I love the trailer. I'm giving the episode a ten. I'm giving the trailer mm. off the scale. Welcome back, Tegan. Welcome back, Ace. Welcome back to Janet and Sophie. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye, Sue. Yeah. And that was that was Sue. Thank you, Sue. What Sue, of course, was saying there was that Legend of the Sea Devils is only a quarter as good as the trailer. <laughs> the trailer, yeah. <laughs> that is not what I was saying. I was just saying that, you know. That's exactly what you just said. You well, since said. I haven't seen the episode yet, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. Sight Unseen has that. Sight Unseen, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. I did see the trailer. It is amazing. Welcome back, everybody. I can't figure out how to turn this off, though. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I tell, we, we, we've been firmly aware that you've been unable to turn it off soon. <laughs> I'm not talking about the audience. <laughs> yes. I, I find it very difficult to understand how you can rate anything that you haven't seen. <laughs> it's very difficult. Yeah. Anyway, so who knows? Who knows what's coming? I mean, I, for all we know, somebody does know now. And if I, if anybody does, it's Russell T. Davis. Uh, we don't know if someone's been cast. We don't know if somebody's been approached and accepted the role. We will just have to wait and see. From what I have heard, there could there there will be an announcement sometime relatively soon. Uh, how relatively soon actually shakes out is another question entirely. I don't know. Is it two or three weeks down the line? Is it two or three months down the line? Or is relatively soon after the regeneration happens? And 
like we said, will we get a regeneration? The doctor has said mm. no regeneration. Clearly in the trailer, there's a scene where something is going on. It doesn't look like your normal regeneration, but it could yeah. be uh, that that's what's about to happen. But if it happens, will we get the start of the regeneration and will that be a big cliffhanger? We'll end on that. Mm. We won't know who the new doctor is. Well, they did it with the war Protect. games, didn't they? You know, it's happened with the war games. So, yeah, yeah. I suppose it has been, there is a precedence yeah. there, isn't there? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, that means that we might not know until until 2023, although you would have to ex- expect that if something is going to be filmed with a new doctor for next yeah. year, that's it's probably going to be starting sometime this year. And therefore, yeah. it's going to get out who the person is. So clearly, if they're going to do that, then they have to announce it sometime soon, mm. you would assume. But, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But the anticipation of these things is always tremendous and so at least that's something that we've got to keep us going for the next few <laughs> few yeah. days weeks months until until we finally get some new doctor who again yeah right well i suppose we ought to do our ratings I and mean, we've had sues <laughs> i don't wonder if anyone is going to match up to that one let's go to randy first hmm i think i'll give it a seven okay well that was uh short and to the point randy that's fine robin what did you think Yes, Miles, I'm going to give this episode a 6 out of 10, I think, for some of the reasons that I discussed earlier, and it just it just didn't feel as finished, as polished, or as cohesive as some of the other episodes that we've reviewed and that we've seen. I think this story is interesting, but I don't think it is as well written and as well made as some of the other as most of the other works in the series. I think this one overall is one of the weaker ones, which is a letdown and a disappointment, actually, considering that we haven't seen the Sea Devils in such a long time. Okay, and finally, Nick. Uh, I'm going to give it six and a half out of ten, because it looked pretty, if nothing else. Uh, I might have gone up to seven if they'd included the Mirka. Okay, right. Well, yeah, um, I'm kind of going along with 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 you guys. I'm six, six and a half, six and a half, because um, it was it was still entertaining. It was great to see the Sea Devils back. There was some good stuff in it, but yeah, just I don't know, just didn't. There was something missing, wasn't there? There was something missing from it, unfortunately. Whether this is because too much attention was focused on on the following episode or not, I don't know. We've we've you know we as we've already said, but yeah, six and a half, I think. Right. Well, uh, I think that's it, listeners. What what did you think of Legend of the Sea Devils? And do you agree with what we've said? Any of it? All of it? None of it? We'd love to hear your opinions on that. So uh, please get in contact with us uh, via our Twitter page or our Facebook page, or go to our um, our email address. We've got an email address. <laughs> Doctor Who's line is anyway at yahoo.com, would you believe? Wow. So, yeah, just, just uh, let us know. Let us know what you think. And in the meantime, until our next episode, which I don't know quite what it's going to be yet, but we shall see. Hopefully it won't be too long before it's out. We're looking at probably two or three weeks, I would think. But in the meantime, you've been listening to Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure what to say in response. Yes, you have. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? You've been listening to Robin. Yeah, here. You've been listening Ouch. to Nick. 
And I do apologise. You've been listening to Sue, and we all apologise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you have, and you have been listening to quite a lot of me. I do seem to have done an awful lot of talking on this one. It does feel like. But the but, fans uh, love yes. you, Miles. They love you. Uh, I don't know if they do or not, but I can't help it. <laughs> Once I get going, I don't seem to be able to stop. Anyway, yeah, my thanks, Miles. Well. used to be like that many years ago. <laughs> so we all get older, don't we? <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of blabbing. Oh, dear. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Too much chibnall. <laughs> Put your chibnall away, lad. Uh, Give yes, me a bit Chin- of RTD, all right, darling, all right. Chris, Chris Chinballs, and if that if Chinballs is your sex life, then I think you're in. Exactly. You're telling us more than, more than we really need to know on a family show. It's going to be a family exactly. show. <laughs> right. Anyway, 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 time time to wrap this up. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, one and all, and we'll see you in the not too distant future. Good night. Good bless all. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. So there you have it, listeners. That's what we thought. Not overly positive, unless you count Sue's 10 and, of course, 40 for the trailer. Uh, 40 out of 10. That's an unusual score, isn't it? And by theory, that's the best thing she's ever seen whilst watching Doctor Who. That's incredible. So it's going to be a long time before our next review, unless we review a previous episode, which is entirely possible. We'll be filling the time between this and the the next special, the big special, if you like, the centenary episode for the BBC, Jodie's Regeneration episode, Ace, Tegan, the Daleks, Ashad, Kate Lesbridge-Stewart, my goodness me, it's all going to kick off. So we will be reviewing that, obviously, but in the meantime, we will be filling the, the gap, filling the void with other stuff Uh, we'll have some random improvs we'll have some dvd commentaries i suspect we hopefully will have an actual episode and we're going to review some of our old episodes that we've put out so we'll be re-releasing those for those people who haven't had the chance to hear them that'll be good and it will also uh, enable us to be far more regular in our scheduling uh, which we haven't been in the in the last couple of years because of various different things so anyway we will see you in two or three weeks time with our next episode whatever that's going to be we don't actually know yet okay see you soon listeners bye-bye when sue was talking for some of the some of her bits was it cutting in and out quite a bit it did for me once or twice yeah yes it did did for me as well so i suspect it's the same it's the same across the board with Mm. us She'd start to say something, and she'd go, "Oh, and Doctor Who is what yeah. is it? What is it?" <laughs> I, th- so. I think it was Skype censoring her, basically. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is this is the thing. You know, we're all getting very excited because we've seen Ace and we've seen Tegan and all of these things coming, and it's like, "Oh, wow, this is going to be brilliant!" But. Yeah. You know, we all thought this was going to be brilliant, and has it yeah. been brilliant? It's been okay. Uh, could it yeah. have been better? Yes, it could definitely. We could all see yeah. ways in which it could have been better. Have we got that as the what to expect for the next time? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
From all of us here on BBC One, a very good night. Good night.